Unique New York. Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the Cyberdyne Bud Model 101. Oh, that was a really hideous. That sounds like accent. it hurt. Like yeah, that... it did. Get to the chopper. There we go. I think I'm in it now. All right, that's it. And now you do the rest of the episode in that accent. Ah, joining me as always. Yeah, let's let's not. Joining me as always is the co-host that, unfortunately for him, is the first Sean Ferrick in the phone book. It's Sean Ferrick. Oh God, I've just thought about that. I quite possibly am. Like I don't know what's going. Um. I may or may Hi. not be back in a moment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's get the... Could you put him on pause? Actually, no! Let him shoot you, and then he can take over. To accidentally get the Terminator on the pot. Sorry, Ian. Sean. Ian. Yeah, it was too dark. Who hurt you? I don't Who know. Hurt Al- you? Albert isn't here to, like, mediate me, so it's just going to be a ton of, like, more abuse held at you. Oh, well, yeah, listen... That's that's not okay. Wait a minute. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> Wait a minute. My other half said, do you know it's really obvious that you're extremely nice to Albert and really horrible to Sean? I was like, eh. That's true. That's when, <laughs> when the coup d'etat happens. People won't be that shocked. Welcome to like, an oh. Irishman and an Irishman go to the movies. Albert, I didn't know you were here this week. <laughs> like, like an absolute just spitting image is what it is. How are you, Sean? Are you I, okay this week? I am well, thank you very much. I am Fantastic. very well. Um, I I believe I, like the rest of the world, had a slight feeling of relief there over the weekend. Well, maybe not the rest of the world, but a large percentage of the rest of the world. I, I think, like, I have never for any election seen Paris, London, Everyone just ring it, literally ringing bells, setting off fireworks in joy. Like somebody summed it up perfectly. It's like the end of a dictatorship rather than the change of a president yeah. uh, in a democracy. Um, it's just a sigh of relief. Everyone seems to be happy that they can acknowledge America, and American. Well, seventy-two million of them are kind of relieved that they don't have to apologise for the idiot in the big white house. I think as well, and this is, I'd be oddly serious for one second, because I think this is really important to state. So 70 million people did vote for him. And I'm not going to turn around and say that all of those people are terrible people and all of those people are, you know, this, that or the other. Something in them is afraid of, you know, what the other side represents. And I think there needs to be discussion and this is, we, we have our laughs here. We'll get back to the comedy now in a second. We'll get back to all the jokes, but we have our laughs. And what I like to think is that having reasoned discussions is what humanity is supposed to do. And that's what I hope we're going to get back to. So that's yeah, that's, I, that's my two cents on that. I couldn't agree more. The, the us versus them goes all the way back to cavemen. It mm. And it doesn't really matter what side you're on. It's the same as football teams. It doesn't matter whether it's Arsenal or Man United because you could switch the players and keep the name and it's still my team. So that, that passion defies logic. Now, Trump is a special brand of shit stain that I really struggle to see how anybody can get behind him. But I see how you can still be a Republican despite be despite Trump it's almost like I'm going to vote 
despite him because I still don't want a Democrat in. So I'll, I'll give anybody the benefit of the doubt. Needless to say, yeah, I'm extremely happy that, that Joe Biden won. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully there can be a bit of discussion going forwards and not the riots that people are predicting. Yeah. Absolutely. And there is one thing that needs to be said. Now, while only a Sith deals in absolutes, Nazis really can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Could not agree more. Like, yeah, there's there's nothing else to be added to that. Yes, yeah. they absolutely can. Um, now, the best way to dispatch a Nazi is with a Terminator. Bloody right, it is. <laughs> I've been waiting for this episode, which is weird because you haven't brought it up. Like, I didn't realize this was like a little pet passion for you. So, right, this uh, this franchise, kinda, but obviously the first two, much like anyone else who's seen the films. Um, yeah. The first two films are a league of their own, and the rest of the films, I I don't. Some people hate some. I, no, I don't think anybody loves, but some people hate the rest of the films or just passionately dislike them. I think each one of them has its own merit along the way. Totally even, agree. Yes, Terminator Three. Uh, actually, no, Terminator Three ah, is better than people give it credit. Terminator for. Three. No, absolutely. Um, the ending of Terminator Three is like, oh my god, Holy I can't believe they actually went balls. for that. The balls on that film. Absolutely, Salvation is fine. It's it's an action film with robots. That's that's the only one that I will actively not watch because um, yeah. it bores me to tears. It was. Yeah miserable i know they're all miserable in a sense but this wallowed salvation wallowed in being miserable it did and a bit didn't it the the entire film hinged on that in inverted commas reveal and that that twist and i was like uh, it wasn't good enough it wasn't good enough to carry the film i think it was that we knew nearly from the off i mean they set it up for a sequel but we weren't getting a sequel to that one we kind nah. of knew that sitting in the theatre. Um, and it's not the... I mean, it was just... Yeah. Anyway, listen. It was yes. dull. And it's but not the film not, we're yeah. here to talk not about. not the film we're here to discuss. Yeah. <laughs> so what we are here to talk about is... Um, so when Sean said Terminator, I was like, oh, cool, we're going to do T2. And I was like, no, no, no. Terminate. The Terminator. The movie. I was like, okay, cool. So I think we're going to branch off into the other films. But at its core, we're going to be talking about Terminator. Yes. Because, so, my, my, I will die on this very lonely hill. Um, I think there are more people out there like me, and I'm, I'm sending out the call to you now. Of the two films, I, I prefer this one a little bit. Uh, but oh my, my reason God, for I am I not saying... I, your man is fucking getting even balder oh, over I there. I can't believe... What do you mean even balder? <laughs> rich coming from you. The reason behind that is... <laughs> I'm not saying for a second it's the better film. So here I am covering my arse. Then T2, how can you like it more? Because I find it's... I, I think it's a bit tenser. It's a bit tighter. 2 has all the great moments. It's got like Arnie... Like T2 is Arnie's film. Whereas T1 is Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese's film. And I love Sarah yeah, Connor and I Kyle agree. Reese's story. So maybe, maybe just that's it. But yeah, there's no arguing that T2 isn't incredibly enjoyable and look Edward Furlong is fantastic in that film um oh, whatever happens to him um and, <laughs> and you, you had a new okay we really are going to talk about T1 and T2 today but we're going to call I the think, episode The Terminator yeah. uh, but we're not we're calling it The Podinator <laughs> oh that's even better okay just for it, your ju- just for listeners out there okay so on there, there is a contract in a Swiss bank account somewhere that does say that 
Ian and I both run this podcast, but I'm as surprised as everybody else's each week with the with the names of the episodes and the intros. I'm enjoying this just like everybody else. It's great. It was gonna be. It was going to be. Uh, come with me if you want to pod. Um. That, that, that to me, like my brain has already long. changed the last word to poo. Yeah, that's fair. Come with me if you want to poo. No, no, seriously, I found a really good place. It's around the corner. It's just near the chopper. Oh. Sean! Fedek! Come with me! The noises I make on the toilet. Do uh, it! <laughs> Do it! Do it now! Right, enough. But the only, yeah. So That's it. It's out, is is it out of your system now? No! Yes, it is. Okay, Stop. cool. Cool. Um, I think I broke my mic, sorry. That's not good. So, sorry, yeah, it's, right, so it's hard to talk about T1 without T2, because they are, I think, the perfect duology. Um, T2 does so well because of the bold foundation work of T1. Nothing in T2, you can't just watch, you can watch T2 on its own, and I do, because I know the franchise so well, but if you had absolutely no context of anything at all, you lose something if you haven't seen T1. I think an awful lot of... Obviously, John Connor is not even... He's not in the first one. Uh, really. No. So, T2... If you were to watch... And I did. So, what I was a kid, right? Here's my history of Terminator. I didn't see the Terminator until several years after I saw Terminator 2. Uh, I remember being way too young watching Terminator 2. To this day... The the cop and the spike and the eyeball still freaks me out. Oh man! And the Anything foster parents. Yeah, yeah. You know, anyway, all that still freaks me out. But we what, love you, John. What I would appreciate more is, I think, if I'd seen the first one, so that the reveal of what Sarah Connor has become oh, would yes. hit you the way it was obviously meant to hit you. Has she got the best two movie arc of any character ever? And it is by that I mean the biggest jump with the most understanding and I buy into all of it. So she is airy fairy manic dream eighties girl with yeah. the frizzy hair just going out to have a good time. And in Terminator Two, she is a woman of the resistance and I buy it. I totally see how she got from A to B to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, no, but you're, but but like you're right because you know that she uh, end end of Terminator One and she's driving out. The storm is coming. Both of these films have perfect endings. Yeah, totally. Sorry, again, t- 10 minutes into the episode, let's talk about the endings of both films. They both yeah, have perfect, okay. pitch-perfect endings. The way T1 ends, where she is it's obviously revealed that she's pregnant, uh, she has a dog, which we know why, and, you know, she drives off into the oncoming storm, absolutely stunning, completely sums up the kind of the meaning of the movie. And T2, can be its own film as well. Can it be its can own just film. be left there. You, you could, I think... I don't want it to be, yeah, but it, I, yeah, it absolutely can. I think Terminator is probably better because of the existence of T2. Yeah, I think agreed. They, they, yeah. They, it's like you said, they are a perfect duology. Yeah, and, and T2 has the more finite ending, where mm. I think it's the only film in the franchise where you can shut the door and say, yep, nothing's left behind. Wait, how did three happen? <laughs> 
Whereas with two, I was like, oh, the, the the fact that two happens because of the arm in the factory, it just makes total sense. You don't have to rewrite history or your entire franchise. It makes sense. Judgment Day happens because the Terminator went back in time. Is is my understanding of this correct? Is Terminator a grandfather paradox? Uh, yeah, it is, exactly. So if if the Terminator hadn't been sent back in time, there would be no Terminators. It's, yeah, it's, exactly, because it's, Dyson... It's like a reverse, have... a reverse grandfather paradox. Yeah. So, yeah, because obviously Miles Dyson, um, he is reverse engineering from... The arm, the and, arm the and, and the microchip. And the microchip, yeah. yeah. Um, I think... Oh, have to try and put some structure on this episode. Hang on, we can't just sit here and we talk about how great these time. films so are. So we're like we're like fifteen minutes in, and we haven't yeah. even done a synopsis of the film. So I'm going to guess that even if you haven't seen Terminator, you roughly know what the story is. But for Terminator One specifically, um, robot with uh, biomimetic pilot alloy skin um, is sent. Yeah, I got that right. Gets sent back in time to kill the mother of the dude who is basically going to lead the resistance against the machines which now rule the world, John Connor. Hmm. So the resistance has the ability to send one person back to stop this Terminator. So they send back this guy, Kyle Reese, um, to protect Sarah Connor from the oncoming Terminator. John Connor, the head of the resistance, sends him back knowing that he is his father. So A, John Connor isn't born... If Kyle doesn't go back, and B, the Terminators aren't born. If the Terminator doesn't go back, it is mind-bendingly beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I mean, w- w- just a quick plot question. If, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> massive amount of spoilers. Sorry. If the Resistance say had, okay, so this is possibly a paradox. If the Resistance made public the knowledge that it was by reverse engineering the arm and the chip that no because then there were no because then the terminators would most definitely have yeah, said the terminators yeah, would, no. so the best thing they can do i as soon as that time machine is made smash it smash it destroy it before it even comes into existence but because if there kyle, is yeah that's it because if kyle reese never went back there never would have been a john connor there would have been no resistance although actually no that doesn't help the resistance at all because then the no, because then there's no need but to kill John no Connor. <laughs> oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Uh, um, it'll time me why me. It'll break your brain. <laughs> Error four hundred four. Sure, I will have round. to reboot. Now uh, I do have <laughs> bing, to bing, give out to you on bing, one bing, little bing. nitpicky mo- bit there. Go on. The Terminator from nineteen eighty four did not have biomimetic polyalloy. That was the T one thousand. No, 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 no. no. Uh, no, you're right. It's a biomimetic polyalloy. Yeah, he's so the T the T one hundred. One yeah, he's, he's the, describing he's the, the T one thousand. This is a funny thing. So I think he no, he's the T eight hundred Cyberdyne Systems Model one hundred one. That's the yeah, the eight hundred Cyberdyne System Model one hundred one. Go yeah. on, the, go, go on the Ian and Sean. I'm getting there. Uh, uh, no, no, it was good. And then so right, so this film, um, try, so it it opens up with the arrival of the Terminator. There's no Correct. no, it's, it's oh, it's like the best opening credits in the history. Uh, it's just the, the, the credits panning across. Oh, I love it. I love the Terminator theme tune. Brad Fidel, so please good. come back. 
Oh my god, um, it's so so good. Beaten only by the opening to T two. I agree. No, no, I agree. It's the grill that goes shung across the screen, and then it's the the lorry grill, and it pans out, and then he zooms in. Oh, it's, I just feel like every like T. It's like Terminator One is the student film. Terminator Two is almost a remake with a bigger budget, but it isn't a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's it's obviously it's bigger in every way. Like Jim Cameron, even at this stage, he knew how to go. But sure, the the movie in between, two movies in between, I think was Aliens, and I think The Abyss comes before T two. I think you're right. Yeah, but uh, he's on a. Oh no! Uh, do you know what? Actually, sorry, uh, sorry, to talk over you. No, uh, The Abyss did come before it because it was The Abyss that gave the technology to make the T one thousand. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, he either way. James Cameron had a fucking phenomenal run. Because um, I remember we were going to do a series on him, which we might still do. But actually, because um, there there's a lot of good there. But his run of... Uh, so his first film was Piranha 2, so we'll ignore that. So he does Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss, Terminator 2, True Lies, Titanic... And then his run ends. He doesn't make any films after 1997, which is sad. Um, I feel like he could have done a lot more, and I'm hoping he comes back with with some more films in the, in the 21st century. Now, but, yeah, now Ian, um, I I'm not sure if that's an entirely accurate IMDb you're looking at there. No, it needs to be. It's, it's my head. It's my head cannon, and that's what oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, never mess with another man's don't, head cannon. Don't you mess with it. Um... But no, to this film. So he, it's a, a simple enough story, right? I, so, it really is. Yeah, murderous yeah. robot goes on murder rampage to murder people. In a nutshell, <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, uh, okay. We need a reason for this robot. Time travel. Uh, he's trying to erase the past something, and ends up accidentally writing a beautiful love story. It. You know what? It is a good love story as well, and it's it's got a, a good twisty turny love story. Um, it's also got. I mean, like if anyone anyone ever said to me i came across time for you boom pants are off see i'm the opposite i'm like you cheesy motherfucker that's just a line you say that to all the girls that you're time traveling to see i'm sorry ian when you're in a situation where a soldier (laughs) has traveled across time and is telling you that they traveled across time because they love you you tell me then that you will not go weak at the end no it's a bit creepy though because he's just got a picture isn't it he's like i took this picture and the reason he sent i don't know why he sounds like fucking ringo star the reason that i've been sent back in time was to save you (laughs) yeah but but the problem is you sound like that yeah Um, i mean you need a better voice (laughs) uh, although if michael bain was saying that Michael and Bain. specifically Michael Bain of 1984. Michael Bain. Yeah, can we check this? Because I, I, I thought no, I'm Michael... bad with actors' names. Oh no, sorry, that's the name of Kyle Reese. Oh, is it right? Yeah. Sorry, forgot his yeah. name. Yeah, awesome. Oh, for God's sake! I thought you were pulling me up on the pronunciation of it. No, no, um, no. It could, it could be Benet for all I. I still wouldn't have known. It could be Michelle Benet, and I would have no idea because I can't remember actors' names. I literally can't remember Sarah Connor's name. Crying out loud. That's worrying. Um, like, she's only what's, in a lot. What's the actress's name? Uh, the actress's name is... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Michael Bean. Uh, apologies. Michael. Um, and the... Uh, sorry, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Thank yeah. you. Great. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Your man. And Earl Bowen, who plays the psych, and he's just a 
sleaze. He he's just the consistent. He is the the what do you call it? The um, Sam Loomis of this franchise. <laughs> yes, just is. keeps fucking popping up, just having a rough time. My favourite bit is in uh, Terminator Three when he's he's just there at the funeral and he's just like. Nope. <laughs> he just like pops a ton of pills. It's like nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope. This <laughs> this repressed memory is getting awfully less repressed. He's like Biff Cannon, and just like this all seems very familiar. <laughs> and I've just I've just jumped between three franchises, and that was pretty cool. Works totally fine. Totally um, works. But no, so stunning opening. Like, it is. It's it's powerful. It's great. Straight into the action. Um, the the late great Bill Paxton naked. or Bill yes. Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Nice night for a walk, eh? <laughs> Was it meant to be Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The whole that's surprise, the whole thing is actually set in Toronto. Give me your clothes. I even feel like in T2 it does that bit better. So it's like, give me your clothes. It, cool, well, it's, it's playing very the joke, isn't it? Like in T2, yeah. because all the, T2 was clearly written and filmed as if nobody had watched the trailer. Yeah, exactly. So I and I wish you have to stop me from rocking in my chair because when I edit, it pisses me off because I can't. If I'm talking and my chair is rocking, I can't edit anything out. So you just got squeak. Um. Okay. So you have to stop rock. Stop it. <laughs> you may sit perfectly Nobody... still. Only I yeah. may dance. Okay. Right. Nobody puts Shawnee in the corner. Um. What was I saying? Yeah, no, I wish I could have watched Terminator 2 not knowing that Arnie is the the good guy because fuck me running. They even cast um, your man... Oh, for fuck's sake. Robert Patrick. Thank you. They even cast Robert Patrick as not a muscly Terminator so he could Mm. easily be mistaken as another human resistance fighter sent back to help. And it is... Oh, it's so, so good. So good when Arnie's like, nope. He's on your side. That that the the great um, the great sight slash sound gag, the Guns and Roses. Yeah, just too perfect, isn't it? Uh, um, <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Oh, brilliant! You know, get down. Oh, oh in two words, he's just like, and he's here. He's here. He has arrived. He is on our side this time. But it's gonna it's, see some shit. It's so funny when you think that you know. Linda Hamilton, who we see getting ice cream poured into her pocket in T1, yeah, you know, is like deranged Ellen Ripley in T2. It's, it's like she suddenly had acting lessons between T1 and T2. It was like, fuck, you can act. Like, that is a haunting performance. It's it's, when the, the film opens with her in the psych ward, doesn't yeah. it? And she's giving the interview, and it's... That will haunt me. I mean, the scene is used in a couple of other Terminator films because it's so fucking good. And when she's trying to con them into, you know, I'm better now. You know, there's nothing wrong with yeah. I mean, other, trauma, sorry, but there's nothing wrong with her in terms no. of, say, she's not crazy. She has her faculties, but by all accounts, she is crazy because no one believes the the, menace, the robot menace. The oh. Robot menace. <laughs> Rejected Star Wars titles. Dennis the Robot Menace. Tennis the Robot Minute are much better. Um, oh dear. But anyway, enough of T2, back to T1. I know, So we, yeah. have, some, we have some dead punks. Um, can, I tell you what, can I tell you what dates and bugs me about the opening of this film? And it's really superficial. How 80s it is? 
Yeah, but that's fine because 80s punks are 80s and it's it's all right. Because it's a time travel film, it it almost doesn't date itself. So I can watch Star Trek The One of the Whales because it's as weird to Shatner as it is to... Sorry, it's as weird to Kirk and Spock as it is to us that these punks are the way they are. Um, what, what bugs me is Arnie's hair. That's <laughs> oh, okay. got. He's basically mean. got like a centre parting. It's just, uh, Vidal it doesn't look... Yeah, it doesn't look very robot. And the minute it gets melted off, I'm like, oh, there's Arnie. That's better. I love it because, like, I, I think, again, as I said, I, I'd seen T2 first and there's callbacks to the first film in it and there's a picture of him and I'm just like, that's not the same guy. Yeah, no, not at all. Not that's, even close. That's not even remotely the same. Wait, um, what? But, uh, it's CCTV yeah. footage, isn't it? And it is, it's not, not his hair at all. Not, it's, it's, the, it's the bit from the police station assault. Oh, that's and at that it. point, this is after the the scene you mentioned that you know some of his hair gets burned off. Um, yeah, that's it. And uh, but yeah, well, thank <laughs> God one of those uh, punks happened to be an extreme bodybuilder to have yeah. clothes in the right size. Bullshit! None of those clothes fit him, especially the super baggy leather jacket as well. That's if it's baggy on Arnie, how fucking big was it on that little punk? It, it, it was actually a jacket all three of them shared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were trying to get into a club, so they did the thing where it's like the trench coat and you stand on each other's shoulders. <laughs> you know, full like Bill Paxton is going to be the face of that. Oh, definitely. He's absolutely the face. Not tonight, lads. Game over, man. Game over. Game over. Love it. I miss you, Bill. Um, but uh, so he, he gets dressed. Now, Michael Bean, who is now in, you'll have to indulge me for a moment. So. Yeah. Michael Bean, who was crafted by the angels who sanitized their hands first in this film, uh, drops buck-ass naked into the middle of an alleyway and proceeds to rob the trousers of a homeless man, not wash them, and spend the rest of the film not wearing underwear, running around to them. Yep. I mean, he doesn't come off very well. Um, There's a reason we wear underwear, is to prevent accidents like that. That's true. I mean, he's going to be... It's going to fall off. I mean, that's what my mum told me. <laughs> well, my mum told me that as well, but not for that reason. Can you imagine if he's, like, absolutely sprinting away from the Terminator, but then he just, like, stopped, just wait, well... <laughs> I've, just had a, I've just had a nut knock into another nut. I need to stop. I'm sorry. Even the friction, if nothing else. They didn't look like they were nice pants to be running in. No, it was like baggy as heck. Um, he does get changed at <laughs> some point, doesn't he? After he has the naughty time with Sarah? No, I really don't. No, I don't gets... think so. No, he just gets more clothes. So this is now hobo clothes plus plus post-sex clothes. So it's it's pretty grim all round. That's it. Like, in, in fairness, if the Terminator didn't get him, the SCD would. So. Yeah, that's I mean, it was the 80s. <laughs> grim and moving swiftly along. Oh. Um... So, oh dear. Uh, so while this is happening, uh, we get our kind of introduction to kind of baby Linda Hamilton. Mm. You know, because uh, we get to, do we meet her? No, we meet her heading to work first and she works the shift. And while she's working the shift, we also meet another Sarah Connor for like a second. Yeah, it's knock, knock. Sarah Connor. Yes. <laughs> Sarah Connor. It's like, hey, Sarah, you're famous. And it's like, a really, it's a dick move. Because, yeah, you're dead. I was like, yeah, but seriously, an actual person did die. That's a bit dark. Yeah, it's like, thank you. Thanks. Um, thanks. 
you're on the TV kind of. And also, um, so the next time that this pops up, so he's basically going through the phone book trying to find all of the Sarah Connors. Um, why the internet isn't good enough in the future for them to know exactly where she was at this time or where she was working, why does he have to go through the phone book? That's one thing that, I mean, it's it's unavoidable because the movie was made in, I think, 84. Yeah. And it's 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 the obvious thing that just aged badly. Yeah, absolutely. Because even like the the idea of the first two movies that is in fairness addressed in the third one is that you won't be able to smash Skynet because Skynet will be software. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's the you know? thing I was going to say earlier that even if the arm isn't rescued and Dyson doesn't do his thing, Skynet is inevitable, isn't it? in some form ai is going to yeah. happen so it doesn't matter if the terminators send send one back or don't send one back it's going to happen eventually which they kind of touch upon in genesis i think they do genesis and dark fate both touch yeah. on this Ge- Ge- genesis now genesis is funny i i like i, lo- I really I like genesis i think yeah. it's really cool genesis quietly ignores kinda that there wouldn't be a mainframe per se like yeah. you still have this idea oh Skynet is defeated but they sort of give the answer as well no because Skynet's downloaded itself into this one yeah Skynet you know, plus Matt Smith yeah exactly um, and then you know going back through time it's kind of still the software idea as yeah. well so it's it's wafer thin but Dark Fate and this is where it's I like Dark Fate but this is where it's kind of like, oh, seriously? Because Dark Fate <laughs> is alternate universe kind of stuff. It is. It's, it ignores anything that happens after Terminator 2. It goes Halloween on us. Um, it and it does, it actually. Literally yes, it literally does. So, yeah, Connor gets... Uh, John Connor. I, it's a brilliant, fantastic, draw-dropping, jaw-dropping scene. Um, Sarah and John are just living it up on the beach with some excellent de-aging Marvel-like software. Potentially best I've seen. No, maybe I'd that agree. And, that and Samuel L. Uh, Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson yeah. in Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, no, we went, both went absolutely. to the same place. Uh, but My yeah, like God, that's, Because <laughs> not a word against Edward Furlong, but he don't look like that no No, he more. doesn't. He didn't look like that two years after Terminator 2, to be fair. Um, but he just straight up he gets shotgunned and dead, and it kind of made me feel a bit cheap for T two. Yes, and that and that I think is that's the biggest criticism. No, I think that's the biggest criticism with. Dark no, I'd agree. I think the rest of the films, but... Grandpa Grandpa Terminator, is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'm on board with that. I like the idea of I have fulfilled my task. <laughs> yeah. What do I now? Do? Damn it, Ian! We're Sorry. talking about Terminator. 1. That wallpaper doesn't okay. go with the carpet. <laughs> Interior decorating on is Okay, the Carl. Best. No, I love it. Hard the way to explain this I to my wife. I actually love that. <laughs> okay. It's so good. We'll do Dark um, Fate. We'll do Dark Fate. We will. We Because, will, yeah, there's there's talking points. Yeah. But, um, what, so, what were we I saying? suppose to go all the way back to the start of this episode, to the question I just refuse to answer, um, is, you know, which one is better or why do I enjoy one more than the mm-hmm. other? Terminator is on. It's obviously a smaller film than T two, but it also it feels much more like a 
maybe like a little detective story it feels much more like i think i said this to you off air like a noir yeah oh it's Um, super noir definitely definitely whereas t2 for its many 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 good points it's it's not that no it's hollywood not that it's silver it is big budget action fast and furious um, I like I, man, I always think of blue. You know that blue tone that T two has. That's what it, it feels James like. James Cameron. That's his films. Yeah. I know T one is also James Cameron. But if you think Aliens, yeah. Terminator, and yeah, T two, and I think particularly in the hospital. In T2. Yes, it is. It's that just almost monotone but blue. Um, whereas Terminator is just very dark. Um, it is, and I think the, the few bits say where color would come in. It, it, you don't really get the full spectrum. No. If you like, we you obviously have the red of Terminator's point of view, and you have you know the bright flashing lights of the very on the nose nightclub, <laughs> yeah. which is called Tech Noir, <laughs> which is basically James Cameron going, "I've invented a new genre, and it's called this. Tech Noir." Yeah. This is I my love film. It. But the um, balls on Cameron to make that basically his first film. Like, just, I mean, you don't mm. do a Nolan and just do, like, some weird detective story about a writer. You go balls deep, hardcore sci-fi, action. I mean, you say Terminator's a small film, but it takes on a fucking massive premise. Like, just the opening ten minutes, given the backstory of the war... You'd be criticised if you released that now for trying to do too much, I think. I think it's only with hindsight that this is a good movie. No, no, potentially. um, Because you hadn't seen... Obviously, sci-fi's existed forever, but you haven't really seen... You've not seen this on the screen. Do you know what I think? I think, think contemporary. Think 1984. What did we know of computers? Nothing like today. No. You know, the idea of a walking, talking computer, terrifying. Yes. We'd seen robots, of course, in, you know, the old sci-fi serials and Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh, and, of course, um, Lost in Space. Oh, and Captain Proton. Um, Captain, exactly, <laughs> yes. The greatest of the sci-fi serials. absolutely took a second to get there. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? You moved and then I looked behind you and the Cybermen are standing oh, there. Oh, Cybermen. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, yeah. Cybermen definitely beat be everyone to it because they were so their first appearance was in 69 i think or 60 were they that late were they 60 no so it was, was the 10th planet the first of their stories it was you're right and it that was that was the, the end of hartnell doctor yeah that's in fact the reason hartnell regenerates isn't it the man it the man yeah. mandel mandel man Mondas, Mondasian Cybermen, that's it. My, I was going to school you and you've gone and you've been working for Trek culture, haven't you? <laughs> I have been, And by Trek culture, yes, I mean what culture or who culture? One of the of cultures. Them get, plug them all, plug them all. <laughs> Love it, yes. Uh, dear bosses, if you can sponsor it, that would be great. Please. Um, yes. Uh, or, you know, BBC. I mean, we'll take that BBC. Be fine. No, they're a bit scared. I mean, yeah. don't tell them that I built a TARDIS because I still feel like they're going to try and charge me for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know I'm releasing this episode in like several hours. Oh, like, shit. It's fine. Big rand. It's fine. Big I set Cybermen on them. But the, to be fair... So anyway, yeah, the Mondasian Cyberman comes back in time and uh, it goes into Tech Noir. Yeah. Oh, actually, we're forgetting the great scene with the the great Dick Miller. You which, know? Which, like, which uh, he goes to the gun shop. Oh, sorry. Yes, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's like, well, this you can it's have so- right away, but there's a six-week like background check for that. And it's like... 
Und in deinem bitte. Yeah, and I had, meanwhile, you're watching this in 2020 going, background check. Yeah, Lol. come on. There's less yeah. checks now than ever. What's the laser um, thing that he asks for? He's just like, um, I mean, a plasma it's, light it's would have a laser sight. <laughs> That's it. It's the big, you know, the future gun. And which is... Why is he He's a good gag, but shouldn't... Shouldn't he know he would that know. in 1984 they don't have that technology? Which is better. Maybe they just small like, things. Really, maybe they didn't have an intelligent Terminator to hand, and this was like fresh off the assembly line. And it's like, right, no, we need to download all of the shit. No, send it, send it, send it. John Connor bad, Sarah Connor bad, go. And that, literally, that's all it is. That's why he has to go through the phone book. He thinks he's actually in 2250 or whatever. Um, he doesn't have a clue. Bless him. Oh, I feel kind of bad for him. As well, you should. Yeah. Um, and especially when he gets blood so like that whole because uh, it obviously it started when it kicks into gear it doesn't really stop until sexy time and then the yeah end. and they're that, the, they're the two lulls yeah and you're right i think it is a lull as well so you've got the the back the basically filling sarah in on the background and getting them to hook up interspersed i think with him carving his own face and doing some repair work <laughs> That is I not mean, a good scene. No, there is there is one moment, and I don't even need to tell you which moment. Uh, There's one moment uh, where you're just like, "Hello, 1984." Yes. Um, Sorry, hello, 1974. It didn't even it didn't look good, even a little it bit. Did look. I don't know why it did they look didn't look like it was one of the spares on the original series. Like, but the thing is, they included it, so it's all and so the prosthetic face does look like Arnie. You can tell that's what they went for. So it's almost like, you know what, we're proud enough of this to put it in the film. I still don't know how that made it to film. Because 1984 I, people mm. had the same eyeballs we do. But they didn't have... No, I'm not... I'm generalising, but they didn't have the same experience on film as we did. You mean, you might look at something like this, and again, remember, this is a lo lowish budget yeah. um, film from a first-time director, and think of the slew of 70s and 80s particularly horror yeah, films that's true. where you would have seen kind of okay i'm being very judgmental here but dodgy puppetry yeah. and you know you see something like this and yes it has aged horribly um i'm 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 a bit now i might be a bit forgiving of it because i enjoy the film so much maybe if i didn't like the film so much i might be like terrible robot <laughs> i see the strings bad robot sorry mr abrams yeah. Yeah, <laughs> add that to the lawsuits. Yep. Um, but uh, it's a good like. It is and it isn't a good scene, right? That bit is kind of like. It's... And not only am I out of the film, I'm out of the TV, yep. technically out of the couch and doing the washing up. But uh, so far before removed. that, where he's doing the surgery on himself, right up until that last moment, yeah, is great. Like where he's doing the eyeball. Oh, it's a fascinating scene to watch. It's a, because it gives you more background on how they're indestructible so it has the ability to do some self-maintenance it's not just magic nanites that are used in the future mm. films that magically self-repair it he has to physically be an engineer and pull himself back together uh and i i, I take the piss out of the scene but i love watching it and it keeps me it does keep me going while the romantic stuff that i don't really need is happening which i know is necessary for the film but but it doesn't yeah, do too much yeah. for me. It it is like this is so compare say Terminator and Aliens because they're both they are this period James yeah. Cameron they are being made more or less simultaneously. 
and you have Michael Bean in both as the heroic soldier yeah. character. And Kyle Reese is kind of like Corporal Hicks with with an agenda. Yeah, with a mission. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is strictly kind of... There's no jokes. There's nothing like that. And it's sort of the problem with that is that Michael Bean is a very charismatic yeah, and fun absolutely. actor to watch. And a lot of that gets stripped away. Yeah, because, because he his is. emotions are secondary, aren't they? He's got the mission, and that's it. This mission isn't even about him. Um, he's quite lucky that Sarah actually feels the same way. Um, that that's because he doesn't obviously because I think it, I think it's fairly established that Reese didn't know he he knew he loved Sarah, but he didn't know why John gave him. Oh the no, I'm sure he probably not. tweaked it. I but I, I I still don't know. I don't think he's tweaked it. I think that even I think Kyle is even aware enough to know that I'm in love with what's in my mind. So this picture coupled with what John has described, I'm in love with that. She probably can't live up to it. It's a nice surprise that she does, but I still don't think he realizes that he's John's dad, even up until the moment he dies. Yeah. Um, I guess as well because how do you? Uh, I mean placing ourselves in that situation how do you reconcile with the idea of this hero of all mankind or whatever that you are looking up to yeah. not only has he taken an interest in you because we know Kyle was a, all we know is that Kyle was a soldier yeah. didn't know kind of where when how whatever we just know he was a soldier in this film um, it's slightly expanded upon in future <laughs> installments a little bit a little bit yeah and then you get sent but where do you add that up in your mind that oh my oh my, oh my god you know mess on like whatever but then he doesn't have enough time to even think that far because they have their scene at the tiki tiki motel <laughs> um which is where sarah makes the most fatal flaw ever which is oh so with her mum she oh exactly, she deserves she, to be she, dead she really does <laughs> Don't I mean like she's hardly the only feckin' character who's ever done it, but at the same time I think better review Sarah. Come on. Yeah. Like that's actually that that's another grim plenty of grim cool because of the way it's presented, but grim at the same time, is when he discovers her apartment and is it ginger? Oh, is the is the room? Ginger's got the headphones on and he's just like dancing yeah. away and the boyfriend gets the ever loving shit kicked out of him. Like sideways forwards, it's like Friday the Thirteenth. He is crawling up the wall. Not Friday the Thirteenth. Motherfucker! Nightmare on Elm Street. I've done it in a different that, pod. That film oh. did a number on you. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street, where she's like up against the wall. Basically, he, well, that's just trampled all over my joke. Never mind. But it was still very funny. Um, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Um, it's Absolutely dark. Tasted. Like it's not just two bullets. Arnie goes to town on him and then gives Ginger two bullets and that's it. There, that's something as well. So, um, I think the easiest comparison in a way would be Alien Aliens. Alien is a horror film. Aliens is an action yeah. film. Terminator is... It's action horror. You know what? It, whereas Terminator 2 is action with some horrific scenes yeah, in it. Yeah, it's, and it's much more... Yeah, it's almost a thriller, isn't it, T2? Because there is this impending doom yeah. of pursuit. Um, 
And with Terminator, it is, you know what? It's a couple of shades away from being a Halloween film because Michael Myers is very, very similar. Um, uh, do you know what? You're, that's not a bad analogy because it keeps coming, um, you know, you think you've destroyed him. Sure, at one point, they, you know, he tries to smash his way through the car window. They, he, This is just before he gets burned, yeah. actually, before he does the surgery on himself. The cops, of course, they try and explain in a way that you know, he's on PCP. Yeah, that's you know, it. He's, oh, he's going to feel that in the morning, basically, that kind of... They're all of these street punks that we've seen before. <laughs> you know, so like, what about... Well, you will see him again. the three punks that are up on the pier? They weren't on PCP. Like, they're absolutely murdered. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of have to wonder at some point, it's like, um, did anyone even investigate? But then again, sure, what's the jurisdiction? Because, like, this is, this is LA. It is LA. It? Yeah, that's it. Because it's not... So... This is a little nitpick. They need more than a time machine. They need a time and space machine. Because if you just have a time machine, you go back in time and the Terminator turns up in space. Because the Earth has moved away. <laughs> so if they, w- if they want to get true. to LA, they need to send the Terminator back in time and to the space where Earth was at that point. <laughs> Do you know, actually... That is that both explains a tiny wee plot hole and also doesn't like it. It can't uh, in any way explain the well, how'd you get him on the surface of the planet, but it could possibly explain why he and Reese arrive in different locations. Totally, and also there's there is a Terminator where they don't arrive on the ground. It is there's in that well Reese in that one he yeah, is up in the air yeah and then he hits the deck. Um, the Terminator, I would, uh, I mean, if this is deliberate, it's a stroke of genius. It could be that the Terminators or Skynet is so precise; it knows exactly where on the ground to put uh, Arnie to put the T eight hundred, and then the uh, the resistance fighters are the just resistance. like, "Fuck it, get in." You might end up in a tree, but I mean, hey, we've got a couple more people we can send, but this one's got to work. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You kind of hope they did a couple of practice runs no, first. Yeah, it's co- All right, Ensign Ricky, we're going to see how this goes. Like, when um, are you sending Kyle? Yeah, make sure he's like third or fourth. Or I would love it if... Where's Kyle? He's still about 20 miles away. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, or I would love it if he's the first. And it's like, right, Kyle, have you got any questions? It's like, yeah, exactly how does this work? Um, <laughs> sorry, you're breaking up. <laughs> Gone. That hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and you know, from their point of view, they all just kind of look around and go, "Right, guess that yeah. didn't work." Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, because everything just like... carries on as normal. Oh man! And I think there's a there's a there's a scene. In... No, no, there isn't. I was going to say a scene in Genesis. I know what you're no, thinking the future of. ends when Reese exactly, comes back. Exactly, that's it. Because yeah. I mean, that's exactly why you don't see them go back in time because it would immediately. If it works, it immediately changes. And if it doesn't work, something fucked yeah. up. Um, and then, of course, there's also the paradox that if it worked, they never needed to go back in time. Therefore, they never went back in time. And it oh, happened no, anyway. I've gone cross-eyed. Oh, Moving swiftly yeah. along. Right, anyway, so never mind. Paradoxes, fun oh, times. Also, why do I so, need to be naked? <laughs> Imagine, like, if oh, that, no, uh, I know well, why. But I mean, they try. Yeah, and I, I like it. I like it because they wanted to show that Arnold had done an awful lot of work. Yes. And then they told Michael Bean he was starring beside Arnold and Michael Bean booked a year off and went to the gym. <laughs> and that's what he could do in a year. And fair play, uh, I couldn't do enough. that in a year. Um, but uh, Yeah, metal uh, can't make it through. Well, uh, unless it's... Michael Bean did good. 
Anyway, yes, back sorry, in, back, so that's why they couldn't take Earth. guns and... But I, don't, yeah. I still don't get how the muscle protects the skeleton, because then just stick a gun inside your leg or something and then surgically remove it. Which actually they do, they sort of do in there is a really, really, really good and again, stupidly cancelled... Uh, the oh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Chronicles. Possibly, other than T2, the best instalment in the franchise... Absolutely Agreed. brilliant. Summer Glau is an incredible Terminator. She is actually no, I, she is. And Thomas Decker, I thought was uh, to me Edward Furlong is John Connor. Yeah. All respect yeah. to Nick Stahl. All respect. To, actually, Nick Stahl did a good job, but all respect to him. Oh, but this um, John Connor is the one in Sarah Connor. Sorry, is just whiny, whingy. Ah, yes, you're in love with the Terminator. Ah winds me well, up well he has every reason to whinge because he's been ripped out of the nexus where he existed as Captain Picard's youngest son get out that was Thomas unbelievable that, was Thomas that little boy was Thomas Decker get out of town yes. the things you learn I I shan't <laughs> um, so <laughs> but yes this film uh, yes Terminator Sarah Chronicles it's not going to get rebooted it should be gone watch it, it should, I mean to be honest the title held it back because I used to I remember I used to watch it with my dad and we're like what are we going to watch oh it's Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicle, 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 Chronicle the what now yeah you heard <laughs> TSC that's it Deadly. the canonical um, the canonical Sarah Connor Chronicles <laughs> now eventually she got sent so far back in time that she ended up as part of the Lannister clan hey. You know what? What is it? It's not Linda Hamilton. It's literally not Linda Hamilton. It is most definitely. It is the same initials, but it's not even Lena close Healy. to that name. It's Lena Lena Hedy. Lena Hedy. Lena Hedy. Lena Hedy. Lena Ha Ha. Cersei. Cersei Lannister. Yeah, that's it. You know, Cersei watching Lannister. her as as Sarah Connor and then as it is. I know act, actors act, and that's what they do. But this is some acting. Like they are two very different people. Yes, it is. Oh, she's oh, fantastic, she's but but she is also not Sorry. in this film. I just don't like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I as bad. Like I'm just this as bad. Film very much. I do like it. No, I do. What? I really do. But if I'm going to watch a Terminator film, I'm going to watch T2. Understandable. Especially if I'm going to watch There's a lot more is happening in well, T2. Exactly. And if if I'm going to watch this format of Terminator versus Terminator chasing Sarah and John, John substitutes for Kyle. I'm going to watch T2. If I want something different, then I watch any of the other Terminators. This T2 oh. really feels like a remake of T1, but done better. Yeah. No, it, and, I mean, I I have my love for this film, but, I mean, I ain't going to argue that T2 ain't a better film. I mean, he every, every bar was yeah. raised. Um, I, I love the T1000, the T-1000 is the only other Terminator to me so far that has been... Scary. Actually Ditto. frightening. Yeah. The Rev-9 was good. So I did like the Rev-9. The Rev-9 came very, very close. However, intensely analytical nerd brain over here, I cannot get <laughs> on board with the bastard because why the fuck does it need the exoskeleton? It doesn't. All it does is hold it back. It... All it does no, no, is that right. it's it another chance to use Arnie's exoskeleton. That's all it is. And it, it kind of solidifies it and gives it some groundwork. But fuck off, is it needed? No, I mean, yeah, you're right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, not, swing and a not miss. this film, either. <laughs> um, 
and actually, and there's thing. I suppose we we should be clear to say that our review of this film is not how much we've been talking about other films. No. It's that this has inspired so many different takes on this idea. It's a very, as you said earlier, it's a very simple idea. It is go back in time to stop something from happening. That's yeah. the egg, right? Chicken and the egg. And along with it, excuse me, along with that, there is a love story. And there is the story of the Messiah. Well, you kind of have to have so, the love story to I, have I, the story I'm of the Messiah. The, I'm the only, well, tell that to Mary. Doesn't from Well, how do you know that there wasn't time travel yeah, involved? I mean, that makes a lot more sense. Never mind. I'm going to start Bible bashing the Bible. Um, what I, so I'm the only person in the world that thinks love stories don't need to be in every single fucking film. Like, I don't need a love interest. It doesn't... Oh, no, no, it sorry. It feels I, lazy, doesn't it? I do it? agree with that, no. If, if, when it's always the answer, or you know, like, put it this way, when I'm watching a rom com, I'm kind of right. expecting I'm it. I'm totally yeah. on board. That's what I'm, I'm in kind there of for. expecting it. When I'm watching an action film, sometimes it can feel it can. like. Like, you're a plot device. Are uh, we doing this by the numbers? You know? But there's other times it does, it absolutely is part of it. Then again, there's the overdone trope of the revenge story. Yeah, that's it. it that um, which is almost as bad as the. In the third act, everybody has an argument and then they re-team. I'm, I'm sick to death of movies doing that as well. I don't need any additional conflict. Just be friends, Avengers movies, I'm talking to you. But I actually sorry. think in... Um, t- sorry, like carry I, on. Oh, well, I was going to say, just because I think they're very similar in in kind of its basic tone, is Mad Max Fury Road yes. and T2, I think, have an awful lot I, in I think you're right, actually, I yeah. Think. Because there's no kind of hammed in love interest yeah and I um, think that's you get the feeling that Furiosa would put a knife I'd in absolutely you absolutely ruin any man or woman or anything in between I absolutely would yeah, murder any, you yeah maybe that's um, and there's maybe none that's of that. why I like T2 but, so much because there isn't one in there yeah but you know what it is it is still a family yes story. there's just no romance agree. but it's an unconventional one which again which is why I think I like yeah. it there is an absolute and that's the genius of T2 is that there is a father son story there neither of them wants to be that role but that's exactly what situation they're in and it is oh it's so so good and that's one of the reasons i love t1 so much is that it's very much a and i suppose bear in mind that i've only ever known of t1 with what i know about t2 yes so maybe maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. it's that I see a lot of the things falling mm-hmm. into place and going. Oh, oh, oh. And I totally agree. Actually, I, I I don't enjoy it, but I absolutely see the need for it. As in the love story. So I don't gotcha. I don't enjoy it. I could skip over that bit of the film, but I'm glad it's in there because it is crucial to the story. What I will say is actually I will I will take the role of our very good friend Albert here for a moment. The the, mu- the entire score aside is fantastic, but the piano theme that yes. plays over that scene. Do you know what? It's actually, and this is this may say something more about me than anything else, but many's a time I've got to that stage <laughs> of the movie and I've closed my eyes. You know what? I d- no. And I've just been like, I get I just it. enjoy the music. It's a very tastefully done scene, isn't it? Because there is, there is, there is boobies, is. but it suddenly becomes almost an art house film. Because it's like very robots, bah, death metal fire. And then it's like da 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 
and it's all breathy it's like, and it's, like, steamy and it's like what movie am I in mum and dad close your eyes <laughs> I think I think as well which is funny and we'll move on from this now in a moment but what I think what's funny as well in this is that in so many action films it's so overdone where you know they stop in the middle of running away from the explosion to have a big passionate kiss yeah. because that's what the script demands exactly. and I don't get that feeling here but I would forgive somebody for having that I mean, feeling here. I mean, it reminded, it rem- reminded me, because this film came way after, but it reminds me now of the Bourne <laughs> identity, how organic that relationship felt. Because they're doing the hair dyeing and they're in the motel, and it is kind of, they're forced together because of circumstance. And it's like, yeah, I'm a man and a woman, and we're, we're both attractive and things happen. Um, there's obviously a bit more to it here, but it still feels organic. Um, I still just don't enjoy it. <laughs> That's, I that's just don't okay. believe in We'll move romance. on from this. We, we, we've upset you too much. We'll move on. Um, we actually, Funny enough, in, in our talking about this scene, this scene comes after one of the big set pieces of the movie, which we've is We've totally ignored station. that, and it is by far and away, the morbidly, the best bit of the film, I think, for and me. And it's got the line. Yes. The line <laughs> of the... Okay, one of two lines of the franchise, is, I should say. And I think it's still the best use. It still it hasn't been topped. Oh, easy. Because I watched, uh, rewatched this last week, and it's been probably a year since I've seen the film, and it's st- it made me laugh out loud because I all I almost forgot it was coming. He's just, what what does the desk clerk say? Um, you need um, oh, come back at visiting sh- hours. Come back later. Yeah, basically, it's just like come yeah. back later. <laughs> You know she's not available right now. Come back I'll later. Be back. And I love, I love to. <laughs> I'm a friend of Sarah as I was told she was here. Can I see her, please? Well, do you know what? Because you were so polite, come on through. Yeah, exactly. But it is just how uh, the Terminator obviously doesn't do it to comedic effect, but it is fucking hilarious because it's it's just like I'll be back. Leave and wait and wait and wait. Crash. <laughs> And do you know what the Terminator isn't? He is not He's not. He was back. He was fucking... He is the most back anybody have has ever backed in their life. Um, And that's, that scene, I think, is... It's not scary in the way that the factory chase is scary. And my God, we will get to that. But it is... It's a very tense scene. I, you don't feel that... Like he's going to get them. Uh, at least no, I didn't feel that. Because it doesn't make sense, it. does it? In that part of the film, it, it wouldn't. And that's it. We're halfway through the film. Like he's not going to get them because he ain't taking anybody no. prisoner. Do you know what I mean? But what I felt is, as all of these cops who are, you know, supposed to be trained in, you know, at least eating donuts. I don't know how much, but well, that well certainly, you know, police captain Paul Winfield, <laughs> you know, Captain Terrell of he the Reliant. Not. You know, oh my God! Thank you. Damn it, that was bugging That's me. Who he you is. are good at this. Yeah. My f- I'm weirdly good. You really are. I don't know why I have it. It's a power. good one. I wish I had it. Um the he does have a fantastic line though, because he's about to go on to um he, he's gonna go on to TV and he says to his like lieutenant, How do I look? And <laughs> Lieutenant's just like, Oh, you look like shit, boss. And he just replies, Your mama. <laughs> and walks away. What <laughs> a fucking response <laughs> is that? And actually, James Cameron and his reuses, the one who says you look like shit is Lance Henriksen. Yes, it's Bishop, Bishop from Alien. From no, I did catch that one. Uh, <laughs> your um, mama. Uh, your mama, of course, like you have. Just just before this, like the, obviously Sarah Connor is not arrested because they know who Sarah Connor 
is. But Kyle Reese is arrested and you have um, Dr. Silverman, yes. our first introduction to Dr. Silverman. And he's nearly wetting himself with excitement over how deluded he thinks yeah. Reese is. He's like, great, I'm going to make yeah. a, you know, a, make a book on this Because he doesn't one. believe for a second that <laughs> actually, this is real, but he knows it's a psychosis of some sort. And it's great. Again, knowing what we know, it's great following him because as he walks out the door, Arnie walks Oh, in. it's beautiful, isn't it? And oh. it happens... Doesn't it happen in T2 as well, don't they? Oh, no, no. It's when... Sarah's no, he does meet him, but yeah, it's... And he sees yeah. him from a distance and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I love that. It's like he's just watched a liquid metal man walk through his door, but it's Arnie Yeah, exactly. Him. Well, I don't understand that, yeah. but that I know. Um... But this is where you really see you really see Arnie be unst- unstoppable. Um, the bullets aren't yeah. slowing him down. The amount of police in there aren't slowing him down. Uh, he is he's unstoppable, and it's a bit of a fluke that they get out of that police station alive. Pure and utter. I think in in T two, I think they put a number on it. it was something like twenty cops they or do. something yeah, are killed. Yeah. Uh, um, that thing in LA. But they do they. They get away. Yeah, they get away. That's when they do the motel scene. So skipping over that, um, he, she stupidly rings her mam, and she speaks to her mam. Her mam, who now happens to look an awful lot like an Austrian <laughs> bodybuilder. You know what? The the um, sudden dismissal of parents, or sorry, the sudden dispatch of parents in T one and T two, isn't really mentioned at all. It's just yeah, they're dead now. It's, sorry. Yeah. You kind of, like, you can not forgive, but understand, I guess, Sarah is like, oh, uh, too much adrenaline going. You don't, there isn't any time never, after Yeah, this exactly. Scene. There's no resolution, or not resolution, or time to... Reflect. And I don't you. think, yeah, I don't Thank think you. we've seen her acknowledge that her parents are dead. John Connor, however, is a little, a little wanker. Stain, honestly. Because, like, you know, your foster parents are dead. The In that scene, stand on one foot. Yeah, he's moved on so fucking quick. It's like, oh, your foster parents oh. are real dicks. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, it's like, all right, all right then. Yeah, so they deserve to die. Anyway, T1. Yep, T1. So they're, they're, on the, they're on the motorway, and then basically out of nowhere, oil tanker truck. I mean, a recurring theme in the franchise as well. James Cameron has a problem with oil tankers. Uh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Well, James Cameron's problem with oil. Go on, go on, Cameron. Um, and then they're follow. You know, follows. It's a very impressive chase, and I'm not rushing through it, but it's a yeah, very impressive chase. What else good. can I tell you? It is. You good. know, it's yeah. done better in T2. Uh, and then I think it's <laughs> it is done better in T2. I mean, it's a tank of liquid nitrogen. Oh, it's, that scene is a foreshadowing all over the place, but it's still not the thing that finishes it. That's what's beautiful. Movie could have ended there, but I, I, doesn't. Just you know, I have a feeling that we're going to do an episode called T two and spend the entire time talking about Genesis. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I guarantee that will not happen. I have got, I've got I, so I, much I, to I also say about highly T2. suspect that won't happen. <laughs> um, but getting to the factory, so this is this is when Arnie starts to scare me. So it's that it's not just the although the, the oh. fantastic tanker explosions. Sorry, total opposite, and, and they. Carry on, but I feel exactly the opposite. Oh, okay. Um. So, do you, do you hate the explosion, or do you think that he becomes it less becomes scary? Less scary when... is what I'm saying. Oh no! You see, I. So you mean, okay, when he well, becomes Metal Man, you think he becomes more scary? 
in in a yeah in a way because there's that i think it's like it reveals i'm gonna get really existential it reveals their death where somehow when he was arnie obviously there was the coat or something but i'm thinking of the tanker explodes they are having their embrace and they're you know they're in the bottom left of the screen and the entire rest of the screen is facing the fire of course uprises the terminator and it's like oh my, oh god, my god look at the here. <laughs> yeah exactly. why do the terminators like once they're exercised why do they never maybe the swedes anyway? are the only so, people and it's swedes bloody hell maybe the austrians were the only race to survive makes sense you know what fair yeah. play austria um and they go into the factory and then now it's obviously it's um i can't remember the the method of filming well no oh, that's too but motion. also like when they're trying to close the door I think yeah, you can clearly see but, like yeah, the, one of these things. It's is like not a mix like of green screen and stop um, motion, but not a very good green screen. Yeah, yeah, um, and I mean it does look obviously dodgy, but it's just coming closer and closer and closer, and that yeah, that does it for me. And they obviously they jam it, and and then you see once you get inside the factory and you have effectively. Reese and the Terminator face off because that's then all done with animatronics. Yes, and and he's in the factory setting. That is, yeah, and it's also bloody sad. It is. So <clears throat> this is where I wish I had a brain I could switch off. I can't unsee <laughs> the animatronics and the stop motion. Now, I will all day long take that over CGI, and I think they made the right choice because there's no way. Yeah. CGI back then it has never worked. looked absolutely not even even up to Dark Fate and Dark Fate I it didn't look bad T3 did but T3 you were dealing with 2003 yeah exactly um, and you know what? I'm not scared of anything so. after like we said after T2 I'm not scared of any of it because it's CGI and it's it's like it's made of rubber and you know what oddly you're exactly right and yet oddly i still think the t1000 looks good even though it's very clearly 1990 no but it's not no i totally disagree it's fantastic and it's not obvious you could release that so this they use a very similar cgi in uh dark fate because they have the slightly well they have a t1000 in the fucking film um was that in genesis 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 and it doesn't look as good and I'm like, this film is 20 years later, and this, the T-1000 effects look worse than in the 90s. That is the, for me, it is the greatest bit of CGI put to film ever. It's phenomenal. And I don't realise I'm watching a film from the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to just say, every, every time someone says, it's the best piece of CGI ever, I'm just going to be like, yeah, but Jurassic Park, though. Yeah, well, what? no, but Jurassic Park was actually I, I, models. I, 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 Oh, it makes. Was it? No, they didn't make a model of the brachiosaur well, when they're all no. looking up at it. They did okay, when they're in agreed. the tree. Cool. Um, yeah. I'll fight you um, on that but, still. But yeah, I see what you mean. Or the T Rex. Yeah, well, it had bits know. and pieces. It was like, It did. <laughs> That's my T Rex. <laughs> we'll do an episode on Jurassic yes. Park. So anyway, uh, so what at we the end of the film? Then, the... Uh, oh yeah, the Iron Giant. <laughs> um, and... Scarier, scarier to me than Terminator. No, lies. Iron Filthy Giant lies. fucking murder you with his pinky. <laughs> just step Yeah, on. exactly. Although I suppose arguably whatever whatever kind of piston power is in the Terminator's yeah. leg, he could also He's just step on steampunk you. warrior. Um, yeah, so the end of this film, I mean, we crossed a few franchises. So, we, we, 
Well, that's it. I mean, I suppose because the end of the film is quite straightforward in a very kind of fate-setting yes, way. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. It's almost like so. it came after T2. Like it was made after... Because yeah, I know. It's, you're... you're waiting for those pieces to happen, but it's actually just a fantastic... It, it's a fantastic bit of foreshadowing or it's a fantastic bit of continuation for T2 because it is so signposted, all, all of the things that happen. Um, but for me, it's a bit anticlimactic. Um, like the, the, the Is it anticlimactic in that you know what's coming? No, because for me, I stop being afraid of him when he's not Arnie anymore. So because I can kind of okay. see the working parts, I feel like if I get a jigsaw... I'll split him in parts. I can I can pull him apart. <laughs> I know that's not right, but I'm sure people. It, have it's tried. kind of like I can see that he can be crushed, which is obviously what happens. But mm. it's I feel like I can outrun that term. So it's it's a mix. It's a mix of the CGI and sorry, it's a mix of the the lack of effects and I kind of mm. I know it's not there, so I'm not scared. But Arnie was there. Like he, yeah. just, that presence yeah, no, is true. right there, and he could have ripped apart Kyle Reese a couple of times. Uh, I'm still waiting to see a Terminator right. do that. I, I think I was going to say, yeah, if that film exactly was made now, uh, maybe not Reese, but maybe one of the friends would have been grabbed by the neck and grabbed by the foot and you know Bifurcated. pulled apart yeah. or something. I'm actually surprised it wasn't in Dark yeah, Fate. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. The um, ending, it's it does what it needs to do, and. I think I'm probably putting too much weight on it as a franchise because back then it wasn't. So how do you end your action film? The the robot from the future has to die. But I think, again, I'm comparing it to the ending of T2, which is just chef's kiss. So good. I mean, it is. It's Yeah. Uh, do you want to think, James Cameron has a problem with the male romantic leads surviving. Yes. So he takes out Reese. He takes out the Terminator. Leo. He takes out uh, Jack yeah. Dawson. Do you know yeah. why? Um, he does it's because it's easy. Well, that's too. Killing a character is that's easy. Too, that is too it's, true. It's easy to do, isn't it? And it's these guys are inconsequential as well. Um, uh, yeah. Sarah is the one who has yeah. to survive because she has to give birth yeah. to John, and John then has to. In a lot of ways, Kyle Reese has to die. So, my last big nitpick is how much fucking information did Kyle Reese impart to make Sarah Connor super soldier? Or is there a bit that we've... I, no, because... It's sort of... Uh, now, I'm not sure how much is retconning and how much is left for us right. to assume. Because John talks about how she she knew yes. she had to go and become a soldier. And so she started to shack up, as he says, oh, with the all these in different Mexico. dodgy characters. Yeah. And, and Enrique, got it, got it, got yeah. It. You know what? Um, Sarah Connor Chronicles so, dips into that a bit more as well. It does. I'll yeah. shut my mouth. So... So, Reese basically, he gave her enough knowledge to know that she needed to go yeah, and get more. Yeah, that's fair enough. I guess it's that first year that I'm worried about. I mean, the year where she's fucking pregnant. Like, I am, I'm shocked that she survives that year. I'm also shocked they don't send another Terminator back. Actually, sorry, I'm shocked they don't send ten Terminators back. <laughs> well, that's what Dark Fate does. As in, that's what they did. That's how they get John, is that they didn't just send one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I mean, it's... Okay, great. I mean, yes, that is a plot hole. But also, so you stopped it too? Yeah. It's kind of... I, so the way I logic it in my head was 
what I would do if I was Skynet is if there's an energy resource problem here, because obviously it's quite intensive sending the Terminator back, you've obviously done it multiple times. So send one back, wait a year, then send another one back to two seconds after that, wait a year, send another one back two seconds later. And then in the past's point of view, yeah, you have an army. Yeah, arrived at the same time. Now, the, the hiccup yeah. with that is still, as soon as you send the first one, the future should be changed. It either, it either worked, worked or it, or it didn't. didn't. Yeah. So I think that's where you could probably break your movie before you've even begun. Um, time yeah. travel. Like, it's enjoyable, don't. but don't... Like, if you overthink this, it's, there's, there's a reason it doesn't exist that exactly. we know of. Because There's it also can't. a good reason why Gene Roddenberry stayed away from it in TNG. I was like, no, no time travel. It's confusing. Stop it. Then Gene got sick and Gene passed away and there was Time's Arrow Literally and then there was this and there was that. the time travel. Yeah. yeah. So I suppose, right, in summary, so there was a, there's a, there's plenty of deleted scenes from this film, but one of the deleted scenes, which I feel they really should have left in, is that factory they are in is Cyberdyne. Oh, what? The company already exists? It, yes, it just it they just in the same way that let's say, um, I don't know if Apple like if Macintosh existed, and there was some sort of like someone dropped an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. It was in. That it was factory. like that. So and and you know yeah. what? That's a stroke of genius because it's oh no, maybe it's just too on the nose. It might just be too on the well, nose. No, because well, the deleted scene is the bombs that they're building are not just for the Terminator; they're also for basically to do what she does in T2. They went to blow up Cyberdyne. Right, that's where it. they were. That's the plan. And that's why they kind of end up so at Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne because, oh, we'll just yeah, blow it up. Cyberdyne and, wouldn't have been Cyberdyne if Cyberdyne hadn't Cyberdyned. And this is where the, the I can see. No, I can see in. why they left it out. I mean, it would have added character to the building instead of just being generic factory. But then they would have had to... Yeah. I think what you would have had to do is make that part of the mission. Is like, yeah, we're going to escape the Terminator, but on our way, we're going to bring down Cyberdyne before this is even a thing. So a couple of extra lines of dialogue, mm. and you've got an extra mission in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, or send another soldier. Um, Grant. Um, so, okay. In summary, <laughs> the entire Terminator nope. franchise. No, we are just, revisiting just this. So I know it's not your favorite yeah. in any way and that's fine um and i th- in the same way i guess that i look at godfather one and godfather two are the same film with a break in the middle i look at t1 and t2 as the same film yeah. with a break in the middle the only difference being everyone involved upped their game going totally into the second one absolutely you can watch them side by side and it makes a lot of sense but you're going to enjoy t2 a lot more yeah it, visually, they look quite a bit different. You probably but will. The story itself is fantastic. They do, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, he had kind of... Well, I mean, he had his... Well, I, I keep thinking, because Terminator is effectively his first It is. Film. It really is. Because there's no way so, he yeah. said, you know, Piranha 2, the Piranha Ring, is going to be my feature-length debut. It was, we need a director. This is what they'll put on the yeah, headstone. exactly. This is going to be my, my magnum opus. No, I think it was, I need money and they need a director. Um this was the film he wanted to make. Um, so I, I've pooped on it a bit, but I love this film to bits. Um, I just can't get out of my head how much I'd rather watch T2. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love it so much. It's an awesome film. I'll never be disappointed if you it put is. this film. 
Bet you'd be disappointed if I told you we're about to watch Terminator. You went, oh great, one. And you God, know what? No, I would. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> have... Yeah, you would. Yes, you're you would. T one thousand. Oh, he's not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that's probably everything for this week. So we'll we will come up with the idea of whatever our next series is going to be when we have the wherewithal to sit down and decide what our next series is yeah, going to I be yeah I think we're going to hit a few but, movies uh, that we want to talk about because we love talking about them and we're nerds I feel like we, we take on a Star are, Trek film next but I, I don't know we'll see see do I have plans ooh. one might say plans I say but I shall say no more just in case this literally goes nowhere like everything else we've ever planned yeah absolutely that's That's absolutely fair that's cool this is the last episode (laughs) stop saying that you knob right well thanks for listening every guys every guys what the fuck I am really tired thanks for listening every guys and (laughs) girls and everyone else thanks for listening everyone in between Um, where to find us is coming up next as long as Sean remembers to put it in Um, we'll and we will see you next week Bye. Bye. Dum 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 dum. Thanks for listening to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies. I at least would love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Sean couldn't care enough to record this with me. Words hurt. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at English Irish GTM. Email us at an Englishman and an Irishman at gmail.com. And check out our website, www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com, where you'll find all of our previous episodes. You'll find me on Twitter, at galactic underscore Dave, and you'll find Sean, at Sean Ferrick. Thanks for being awesome, and we love you very much.